Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean. And this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is the 22nd of March, 2013, and this is episode 17. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. So, I, I have an actual, uh, a strange topic to bring up, one that we haven't mentioned in a while. Oh, really? And that's Doctor Who, because I realize we haven't talked about how, how far into the series I am yet, or at least not in a while, since, like, you know, the, one of the first episodes. That's very true, that's very true. Um, mostly, the, mostly the reason is because, well, I've been letting you just finish it so that we can get on to talking about the, the latest news uh, when it, it debuts, because it debuts in, like, a couple of weeks now. Yeah. If well, see, that? that's why I, br- I bring that up because I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, see, Ruben and I, we watched a ton of it. Like, we, we were at the point where, uh, we, we got to the point where we were, I think, like one episode a day away and we could have caught up in time. But right. we just lost uh, all our motivation to watch when David Tennant left. Really? And I, I, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's, be, it'll, I know it'll be one of those things when we'll, when we watch, um, you know, with the new doctor, we'll be like, oh, it's so great. And we'll, you know, we'll love it. And, you know, it'll be just as good as all the other ones. But, you know, it, it's hard when, you know, when you build that relationship with a doctor and, and he just goes away. <laughs> so, so you haven't watched any of the Matt Smith episodes yet? Then? Nope. We, we, we've seen, we've seen, we've seen Tennant turn into Smith. And that's, that's where we ended. Oh, oh, Bane. Oh, dear. I know. <laughs> you, you're missing out on, on what is, Possibly some of the best Doctor Who uh, yet, I think. Well, see, but we had the same problem when when Eccleston left and it became Tenet. It's like it, it took us a while before we were able to watch it again, right? Because we kind of had to get ourselves pumped and said, "All right, you know, it's it's still the same show, just you know, slightly different main character, but you know, he's he's still the Doctor, you know." So it it, it just it's going to take us a bit, but we'll get in there. So I don't I don't think we'll make it in time for the. Uh, I guess the was it the mid season premiere? Well, you'll just have to you'll have to catch up as much as you possibly can so that we can uh we can discuss all the, the latest uh the latest news. Do you do you plan on watching the the new like the new episodes when they come when they start getting released or are you going to uh hold off? I, I think I might <clears throat> I might hold off. Like I, I don't know if I wanna I don't know if I if I wanna skip that much because I think it's like two seasons in between and I realize it's not that much, you know, because it's British TV shows don't go for that long, in you know per season. Um, but who, who knows? I, th- I think once once they start to be released and there's a lot more people talking about it, I think we might get a bit more motivated to jump back in. Yeah, sure. Well, look, you've got until basically until March 31st, so you uh, you can do as much catching up as you possibly can between now and then. You've got ten <laughs> days. Ten days, Bean. No less, because today's the 22nd of March, so you got so, nine days. Nine days. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look, you, you, re- you really should get a, get a wriggle on. Uh, if, if there is anything to make you uh, kind of help you along, uh, I've got an article actually right in front of me, uh, which is uh, all about um, how the ABC uh, here in Australia has confirmed that we will be getting uh, we'll be getting Doctor Who on the thirty first of March. Uh, 
I'm actually not sure if that's uh, how, how long that is after after it la- uh, premieres in uh, the UK. So I'm going to have to look that up. But yeah, we're we're getting it on. Um, we're getting it March 31st. Uh, although there is no there's no early iView viewing. So f- uh, for for fans of of uh, ABC's iView, you will just have to suck it up and watch it on real TV. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Yeah, whoever thought watching watching TV on TV, right? So uh, it 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 comes back in the UK on uh, Easter Saturday. Okay, is that is that the thirty first? I don't know. I think so because it's not it's not Easter's not this weekend. It's next. Yeah, so it's it it, so. it must be it must be uh, we must be getting at the same time as as them, which is great. I, I I'm I'm very uh. I'm very excited about that. That makes me yeah, feel wait. happy. Well, that's the way it should be, and that's what we were talking about in the past couple of uh, of Jelly and Bean episodes. Is that you know the whole getting everything the same time, just as easy as everywhere else? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, if if anybody's doing it right, I think mm-hmm. uh, the ABC has been uh, has been doing it right, especially with uh, especially with Doctor Who. They have for this. The whole season they've they've made a big attempt to uh make things like to bring it out here as soon as possible uh and i, I guess that's partially to do with bbc as well because they they try to push it out everywhere as as quickly as possible uh just because you know it's it, it's got such a huge following at the moment uh but it will so you know it, it's it's good that you know that, that they're able to they're able to do that and bring it out at the same time uh roughly the same time everywhere which is great uh so yeah now i've i've got a i've got a trailer here uh that you can that you can watch and i'll throw the link to the article that uh that has that uh, into the show notes so that you can uh, you can have a watch of it after the uh after we finish the episode and uh, okay. get yourself excited for some Matt Smith, man. Jeez, <laughs> jeez. Oh, but he's no David Tennant. That makes it difficult. No, but that's why he's amazing. Because he's not David Tennant. <laughs> he really is. No, he really is. Is excellent. I think. I think that uh, once you guys get get started, you you will you will love him. And he, of course, he won't replace David Tennant. Just like David Tennant didn't didn't really replace uh, Christopher Eccleston, but uh, he's he's definitely a lot of fun in his own in his own way. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. And who knows? Maybe I'll watch, you know, the, the remaining two seasons in the next nine days. <laughs> yes. Do it. So, if, if, if the next episode of Jelly and Bean, I haven't slept any at any point. I've taken off work. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm almost dead, but I would have seen every episode. <laughs> and you'll have fallen in love with Matt Smith, I'm sure. Exactly. So in this last week, there's been a lot of stuff kind of happening with uh, SimCity. I, I don't know if you if you uh, have been keeping on top of that. I have been, because look, as as much as last week I said that you know ah uh, you know I'm I'm kind of glad that I didn't buy it. I'm I'm, I'm kind of also really wanting to play it uh, <laughs> because I do love SimCity, and. It's like it, I'm still waiting for it to come out on on like on OS X because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy the PC version because uh, th- that just takes a lot of effort. Right. So, uh, so like the but this last week I've been kind of keeping an eye on what's been going on and I think it was I've was on like almost immediately after we uh, we had finished recording the 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 episode last week. Uh, 
there was a whole bunch of videos. Well, not a whole bunch. There was like one or two videos that surfaced uh, on the internet for uh, which showed SimCity running offline. Okay. So a couple of people have taken it uh, into their own hands and uh, they managed to mod the game uh, so that it would run in like the debug mode that the developers could use, uh, which coincidentally runs offline. And and, uh, so these videos uh, show that it uh, works works perfectly fine. You can you can run it offline, and it pretty much works, except for the fact that you can't access any of the stuff that's uh, that requires a network connection, like you know uh, other cities and stuff like that. Okay, but uh, you can play the game completely fine, and then all you need to do to save your game, because all the save games are done on the server, is just basically connect uh, to the server again and save your game, and you're done. So you can play all day offline with with this these modded versions of uh, of SimCity, and uh, no server required. And apparently, apparently uh, the uh, the there's actually a couple of things that are wrong in the in the game when when you run it on the server. Like for instance, the uh, the population numbers are, are apparently fudged a bit um, for some reason. I don't I don't really know why. But when you run it in the uh, when you run it offline, it you basically get uh, um, you, you, like you get the correct number. Which well, seems well, weird. Is it, is it like, is it, is it always higher when you're connected to the server or is it just I, different? I'm not 100% sure because obviously I haven't played it. But from my understanding, it's not, it's not correct, which seems... I'm not even sure how you can know that it is correct because how do you know, like, do you, do you sit there and count all the people like, in your city? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you pause and you take uh, some time out, you know. So, yes, it it is exactly you know two million people there, right? So uh, I'm not sure exactly how like how one uh, confirms the the number of of people uh, living in your in your simulated city, but uh, apparently that is one of the things that you that is actually correct in the in the modded debug version of the game as opposed to uh, the incorrect number on the uh, game when you play it the way that it's apparently supposed to be played. Right. Yeah. So, that's kind of weird. Uh, But, I mean, look, there there is, like, basically what it does is it proves that there is a, like, that the SimCity is capable of running offline, which, uh, as we talked about, I think, last week... um, you know they was they were saying that they were going to look into being able to make that a, that a, a possibility, and then I'm pretty certain that they turned around and said, "Well, actually, we're not going to do that." Uh, and then because that's against the the atmosphere they wanted to achieve. Yeah, yeah. And then and then these videos came out to prove that it was actually possible, uh, and doesn't actually do anything other than stop you from uh, accessing like other cities and and stuff like that. So right. It's it it just kind of proves that really the the most the, the major point of this is that they want you to be connected to the uh to the server so that they can ensure that uh people aren't pirating their game which is weird which is and awful and ah oh, man it makes me want to punch somebody <laughs> so so there's punch that. EA in the face so I'll uh, I'll throw I've got an article which I believe has the video uh, embedded in it. I'm just looking. Yep, it's got the video in it. 
cool. Uh, so I'll, I'll throw that into the show notes so that uh, people can check it out. Not that it's a whole lot of fun watching other people play games, <laughs> uh, at least not as much fun as it would be to play the game yourself. But uh, until they come out with a Mac version, I'm not going to be playing it anytime soon. So I'll just I'll take my uh, kicks where I can get them. <laughs> and who knows, by the time the Mac version comes out, they could have given up and just said, fine, you know, take, uh, take your stupid offline. <laughs> right, exactly. So I, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, by the time that they bring out the Mac version, and I'm I'm fairly certain that they will, uh, they'll, they'll, have, they'll have dealt with most of the issues that people are having. Uh, whether that means that it's available, like, that the, you know, the, the offline mode is, is available, that's really, I don't... I don't really mind. I mean, most of the time when I'm going to be playing a game, it's going to be at home, connected to my Wi-Fi, and uh, and so I'm going to be able to play it. That being said, I don't like the idea that I have to do it. Like, if right. I do want to, you know, take my game elsewhere, it makes it more difficult. But uh, what what happens if your home and the internet goes out for whatever reason? Well, I'll be I'll be sad. And yeah, I'm, once, once you're done crying and you decide, oh, you want to play a game? Huh? Not Sim City. Indeed, indeed. Actually, uh, all this talk about games, uh, old school games that are come, kind of making a comeback. Uh, makes me reminds me of some news that actually came out. Uh, was it maybe last week? Uh, that uh, Steam is uh, relaunching Age of Empires two in HD. Did you see? Did you see that news uh, this week I or last did. week or whenever it was? Uh, well, let's just say earlier this week, and, and that way no one will. We're not as long as we're not saying a specific date. No one will care. Yeah, so I mean that's another one of those games that I really, uh, really loved uh, playing when I was when I was a kid. I mean, I had a I had a, a not so legitimate copy of it uh, <laughs> uh, because it was one of those games where probably ninety percent of the people that were playing them playing it uh, didn't have a legit co- copy of it. Yeah, uh, I haven't played it for for years and years and years and years. Uh, I loved that game. God, it was great. Can I actually tell you, I've played this game recently and quite often uh, because Ruby's family actually plays this game a lot. Like, that's one of the things they do as a family is they sit down and play Age of Empires. Ah, nice. Um, So, I've kind of... And even though, like, I I think when I was younger, I was never a huge fan of these games because I always lost. But I'm a bit better now, so I'm enjoying it more. (laughs) Right. Um, So, like, I've kind of been pulled into the the you know playing age of empires as as a group thing and uh when we went over back to the u.s to visit my family over christmas we took our copy of age of empires too and we we you know kind of share that amongst our family and so among, amongst you know my side of the family and we all played as well right so this is great news because it looked terrible on my computer <laughs> And now it's going to be all in HD, which is amazing. Like I, yes. I looked at the video that they've got on the uh, on on the Steam website, and it really does. It looks it looks great uh, compared to what it used to look like. I I am super keen to play this. I know it's not going to be available on Mac, which makes me really sad. Uh, but I mean, it was a Microsoft game, so it's not really to be like it's kind of to be expected. Right. Uh, so I, I, it, it may be the thing that actually gets me to uh, get boot camp uh, going on my on my Mac and uh, have a have a Windows partition. Um, now, I, I don't know if if you know. I haven't heard anything, but is it is it just the um, 
the core game or is it the expansion packs as well? Look, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I do remember seeing the like the the article about it, but I'm I'm trying to find it and I can't see it anywhere. Um let's see. I'll open up the website apparently. Explore all the original single-player campaigns from both Age of Kings and the Conqueror's expansion. Sounds like it's everything. So, it seems to be everything. Choose from 18 civilizations spanning over thousands of years of history and head online to challenge other Steam players in your quest uh, for world domination throughout the ages. So, this is actually something that they've done with this particular uh, release, I guess, is that they have actually uh, done a bit of work on it and made it so that you can play online uh, via Steam. So, you might remember, you, you could play, like, uh, network games and stuff like that. I think you could play online, uh, but you had to know who you were playing against and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so you had was, to know the IP, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, it was a little bit more complex. Uh, so, what they've done is they've actually gone in and updated uh, that as well so that you can play online against uh, people that, you, like, your friends on Steam, which is which is great. I Like, that's, that's excellent. Well, see, what I'm hoping, I guess, that they keep in... Is the um, I guess the ability to do like a, a land play as well? Yes, because I, I think I think that's that's going to be how most people are going to want to play this. Like they're not necessarily going to say, "I want to play against complete strangers." It's going to be, "Oh, Jelly, while you're here, let's pull out our laptops and you know take over the world." Right, exactly, and, and you don't uh, necessarily want to have to you know connect to the internet, even though you're both in the same room, and then have it you know try to connect to one another there, you know. Like you would with uh, SimCity. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, I, I don't like that. They say that they're just adding this uh, this ability. I, I dare say that it means that they'll be, uh, that they'll be just uh, leaving like the, the land capability in there. I, I certainly hope that they will be. Uh, I, I haven't been able to, like, I, I don't know that, about that, uh, whether or not that's the case Uh Really, like I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of guessing that. Uh, look, I, I think that it's, uh, I, I think either way, like it's, it's certainly worth something that's worth, uh, worth picking up. You can get it for like, tw- it's, it's twenty dollars, like on, on on Steam. So like twenty US dollars, I should, uh, I should say. Uh, and it's like, and it's been updated so that it looks good. It's got the updated network uh playing through via steam and uh, like it's it's a little bit of 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 uh our you know of gaming history really i i think that it's going to be i think it's going to be excellent this seems like a really good era for um a lot of old games being brought back because we've talked about that quite a bit Right, and I mean we we keep mentioning Gog. This is going to be the fourth time that we've mentioned Gog in a uh, in a row, because uh, I mean that's what they specialize in. They special they specialize in bringing kind of older games uh, back, you know, and being able to play them on your on your new systems. Uh, and this is essentially the same thing, but uh, it's being done by Steam. And uh, yeah, look, it's uh, I'm I think it's I think it's great. It's it's great to be able to bring back these these games where uh, we used to play them, and because of because the computers are now too good for these games, uh, you just can't like you just can't play them anymore. Right. Uh, so you know, it's I, I think it's I think it's an excellent thing to be able to bring back these old games and to bring back something like Age of Empires, which was look, let's be honest, 
Age of Empires 2 was a classic. It was a classic game. Yeah, there's a reason people still play it now. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 great. And it like the the Age of Empires 3 or or whatever it was, uh Age of Mythology or whatever it was, uh that the you know, the the sequel never really lived up to the expectation. Age of Empires 2 was always always the best one, and uh it will be amazing to be able to play that again. I'm clearly sold on the whole idea. <laughs> uh, I just keep talking about how how wonderful it is. Look, uh, you can get it on you can get it on Steam. Uh, you you can, uh, it comes out on the 10th of April uh, this year. So it's uh, what maybe three or four weeks away. Uh, you'll be able to you can you can pre purchase it now. If you do that, you get 10 percent off. Uh, so it's like eighteen dollars as opposed to as opposed to twenty, and uh, yeah, I look. It's if you if you liked uh, Age of Empires two, then this is like that's something that is really worth worth picking up. I think even if like even if it does uh, end up with slightly uh, less capability for LAN uh, LAN playing, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I I think I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm excited. But I think I'm gonna wait until it actually comes out, and I want to see people playing it, like you know, on on the YouTube's, uh, on the YouTube's, exactly. I'll, I just like you know, I want. It's one of the things I want to see. All right, is the HD version that much better than the normal version? You, you know what I mean? Because I have the normal version now. Right. It, right. While it's not pretty, it still works, and it, you know, it, it gets the job done. Indeed. Indeed. Look, I'm I'm very much into uh, the look of things, which is why I have a Mac, and uh, and I'm very like I, I I'm very happy that they are updating the graphics, and they're doing it like they seem to be doing it the the right way, as opposed to just replacing it with completely crazy graphics or replacing the the actual engine that runs it uh, to make it all 3D or whatever. Uh, they're just they're just updating the the quality of them, which is I think is is an excellent thing to do. Yeah, so it, it's it's prettier, but it's not that different. Yeah, so is what they're going for. But yeah, yeah, it's still it's still the Age of Empires two that you kind of you loved. Uh, it's it doesn't go so far as becoming uh, Age of Mythology, which was pretty average. Uh, it, it but it's you know it's still Age of Empires two. It still has all the all the little uh, little quirks like the the cars and stuff like that. Uh, that you can like the and the cheat modes and stuff like that, which which were <laughs> pretty much awesome. I just like to have. I, I loved having like a, a an army of of racing cars like that drove across <laughs> the land and just d- devoured uh, my enemies. Yes. See what I always did is uh, I I always played as the Spanish, right? Uh, because they have their special abilities. Once you get up to the castle age, all your uh, oh, I forget what they're called now. Uh, your your workers, um, man, what are they called? Peasants? I don't know. Peasants? Yeah, maybe. Anyway, once you got up with Castleage, they all essentially could become an army. Like they could fight, and they had increased health points, uh, and they yeah. increased damage, and all that kind of stuff. So I never build an army. I just villagers. That's what it is. Right. So I just build as many vill- you know, get produce as many villagers as possible. They go out and, you know, they get all the resources and then someone comes into attack, I just immediately attack with them and you know, suddenly people are going, you know, you you attacked me with your you know, your guy with the pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> and you what? Well, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Most of the time. 
Yes, that's 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 what I'll go with. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of games and further, kind of further to the games conversation, uh, I got forwarded uh, uh, an, an e- like a link to a story uh, last week, and it didn't quite make it into the into last week's episode. Uh, but I know that you're going to love this one. And I've specifically kept it a secret from you that I'm going to be talking about it today because I know <laughs> that's that's how much I know that you're going to love it. Uh, so, uh, Kotaku, uh, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. It was on the 13th of March. Uh, they they had an article about uh, that there was there was some leaked footage of uh, the latest Star Wars game. Mm. <laughs> which is which is called Star Wars uh, First Assault. And apparently, it's a um, a multiplayer shooter that's kind of like Battlefield and Call of Duty. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like, every, everything about this sounds good so far. Uh, so, it's it, like, if you can uh, find the video, and I'm pretty sure that this uh, this article actually links to the video somewhere. Although I'm not seeing it, and it really does look pretty much uh, amazing. I'll throw this into the show notes so that you can you can have a watch. Uh, it's it's apparently having a little bit of trouble uh, f- um, uh, like it getting out the door, I guess. But uh, it 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 seems to be yeah like a um, a Star Wars esque uh, Call of Duty, which is uh, which is Interesting if you really like the uh, the, the old first-person shooter games, and which doesn't. I know you like. <laughs> I know you like them. Yes. Well, see, I don't. I don't know if you know this, but uh, a while back, there's actually been two uh, Star Wars kind of, uh, I guess, games like that. They weren't. I don't think they were first-person. I think they were third-person. But uh, Battlefront one and two. So right. they were kind of like the. Uh, I'm trying. Like you know, you have your army. You go. You know, and you play as, you know, one person, you go capture a control point. If you die, you respawn, you, you know, and, you know, your team kind of moves to each control point, that kind of thing. Right. Um, so, uh, there's, there's, I guess there's a, there's a precedent for this type of thing in the Star Wars uh, video game world. But it's just, it's, it's been a while since anything like that has, has been released. Uh, considering I think the last Star Wars video games were, you know, like the Star Wars Connect which involved you dancing as Han Solo. Really? So, yeah. Dancing. Oh. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't sound uh that doesn't sound promising. Oh no, I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So well, th- this to me is is exciting as as yeah. you can tell from the monotone uh yeah, response I'm currently the, giving right now. I love the the very just straight uh, the straight responses you're you're giving you you're, you're hiding your excitement very 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 well. Yeah. So let, let's uh, we'll we'll see how this goes, uh, and uh, you know maybe we'll follow up on it once it's uh, once it once it lands and we've uh, and you've well not we've because you know that I'm not going to play it, but <laughs> once you've had the chance to uh, had the chance to maybe play it uh, when it, once it comes out. Well, I assume once I get it, I'll say, you know, Jelly, you need to come down here and play this. And you'll go, <laughs> uh-huh, and you'll try it out just, just so that we can talk about it on the air. Yeah, that's probably how it'll work. Probably. 
but I want to point out the fact that this game is supposed to be first person makes me very excited as well. Uh, because not not a huge fan of third person, if I can help it, because it's weird. Okay. But first person is always cool. Okay. And first person, um, a first person shooter in the Star Wars universe has not happened in, in even longer than a third person shooter in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, like I think there was uh, there was some back in the original Xbox days. Uh, I think Republic Commando. That wasn't bad. Um, but again, that that's you know that's a while. Think of how long it's been since the original Xbox came out. <laughs> yeah, it's been um, a long time since that came out. Jeez. So it, it it's been a long time, and so I mean, okay, let's just say I, I'm excited for any non kidified Star Wars games to come out because I think that's what this this the Star Wars game universe has been missing for some time. Yep. You know, because everything's been like, you know, the Star Wars Connect or, you know, I don't know. I'm, try- I'm trying to think of other things, but I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm blind. Like, you know, the, almost like the, the Disney-fied version the, of The Clone of Star Wars. Wars type stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I, I can and, I can completely understand that. And I guess for me, it's because like when I first started playing Star Wars games, it was things like, uh, I don't I don't know if you've ever heard of the game Dark Forces. No. Uh, that, that was a, a PC game. First-person shooter, um, you know, very, very, I guess, Doom-like in, in its in its setup. But that was, you know, that was one of the first Star Wars games out there. That was a great game, and you know, still love it now. But it, it's kind of gone since then. They've kind of just, I guess, gone further and further from that. Right. And so, I guess it'd be nice to have them kind of, you know, not they don't necessarily have to make every game like that, but you know, just a couple games every now and then would be nice. <laughs> Well, from my understanding, this is very much a, a like a, a non-kidified game. So, I, I think that if you're going to be enjoying any Star Wars games in the uh, not-too-distant future, this is probably going to be the one. The one. <laughs> well, I hope so. But I guess, like, like I said, we'll talk about it more as, as more news comes out. Hopefully, good news comes out. Indeed, indeed. Hopefully, new- good news does come out for it. Yeah. So, moving away from games, away from games. I don't like uh, this. Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> so, last week uh, on Friday, th- there was a uh, a big announcement uh, in New York uh, from Samsung for the Galaxy S4. Okay. Did you did you watch uh, the, did you watch the video of that at all? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> oh, I did. See, I did, and well, see, I watched I have, it I have, from start I have to finish. Better things to do with my time, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. Uh, I watched the whole the whole thing. Uh, I, I, I you know I, I threw it on kind of in the background while I while I did some uh, some you know real work, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I thought. I'd kind of heard about what was um like what were people were saying about it in that it was kind of weird <laughs> and 
I kind of thought, well, I, I have to see this one for myself because, like, I, I just, I don't, I kind of had an idea in my head of, like, why it was weird and I was thinking, like, oh, it's going to be, like, this weird artsy thing and, like, right. there's going to be, like, weird videos and stuff. Uh, and so, I was, I, I thought, well, you know, okay, I'll, like, I'll, I should stop right there and I should just watch it because, I mean, you and I both know that I'm not a Samsung guy, I'm not an, an Android guy. Yeah, you're you're you're, uh, you're a Windows guy, right? Uh, yeah, that's totally what I am. <laughs> so you know, but I I at the same time I'm not also I'm also not one of those uh, one of those guys who thinks that uh, the iPhone is the be all and end all of all phones ever, and everybody should just have one of those. Uh, I completely understand you know people having having their own uh, uh, you know their own things that they like, and that's perfectly acceptable. You have my permission to do that. <laughs> uh so I thought well I'll I'll check this out and I'll see I'll see what's uh what's going on with it uh especially you know it's it's especially handy considering that I've got to do it you know just so I can talk about it on on Jillian Bean like this and yeah it's really weird really really weird and kind of not great uh as well <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like it's, uh, it's a great combination <laughs> Yeah, so I'll, I'll just kind of set the scene for you, right? Uh, it's it, the uh, the announcement was done uh, in so the event was held at uh, Radio City Music Hall in New York. Okay, so it's it's a giant uh, theater, uh, musical theater, in fact, and uh, so the 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 um. The video starts out with, like, you know, with all the Samsung kind of visuals kind of on the screens and stuff. And then there's a countdown with this, you know, this uh, kind of music that makes you feel, like, anticipatory, I guess. And then all of a sudden, uh, an orchestra begins to rise out of the the stage. (laughs) An orchestra for a phone announcement. Uh a live orchestra rises out of the out out of the uh, the the stage, and they have an right, MC who rises out of the earth, just <laughs> out of the rises earth, up. <laughs> rises as they're playing, as they're playing like this this you know this anticipatory music, and they have a they have the announcement guy, uh, like the the MC, uh, who is some two bit uh, New York musical theatre actor who I hadn't ever seen before. Uh, and then they play this video, which was like a, which was like a little uh, lead up where uh, this kid goes to get, uh, get gets a box given to him at the Samsung headquarters uh, and he's not allowed to open the box and he takes it home. Like he, he's not allowed to show anybody what's in the box. And he takes it home and he's asked by people uh, at, at his house, like, what's in the box and he's like nothing and he runs away and then he gets inside and he kind of peeks in the box and there's like magical light coming out and he's like oh and then he sleeps with the box um which is kind of weird because he's well for starters he's 12 and also it's a box (laughs) and uh you know insert your own euphemisms uh as you will uh and then he 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 has to he gets in a uh, a limousine and delivers the box to Radio City Music Hall and comes in with the box and you know then they they start the ceremonies and, and that sort of stuff. But there's you know there's this kind of 
it's very theatrical at this point, as you can probably tell. And it gets worse. It gets worse. Okay. So, they start to describe the features and, and the, the president of uh, Samsung comes out and basically lists off the features like a bullet point list. And then they get into the actual, uh, like, to, to actually talking about the features. So, they bring out this this other guy that stands with the MC guy and the MC guy s- explains something and then the other guy is supposed to elaborate on that. And that's all his job is, is just to elaborate on what the MC says. So, basically, he tells you all the techie, nerdy kind of details uh, while the actor pretends to be a douchebag. Pretends uh, or is? Well, look, I, I'm, I'm kind of being... As nice as it possibly can be there, because I don't, I don't know. He, but he was acting like a douchebag on stage, uh, and I mean the, the whole thing was kind of really, uh, kind of really awful. So what they like, they move into the doing these uh, to to explaining these, um, th- these new features, and like God knows if I can remember any of them. Uh, one of them, I think, was that. Um, so that like is the camera obviously. So there's the camera, and you know it's it's got a 13 megapixel camera on it. So in order to show how, in order to show you this feature, they perform a skit on stage with like more actors, and I like so they have this family come out, and there's mum and there's a dad, and there's a little girl that's like being a ballerina on a sta- like on a f- on a fake stage on the stage uh and the the MC starts talking about like you know how the Samsung Galaxy S4 has a 13 megapixel camera uh but the dad doesn't have one and the little girl breaks out a character comes out onto the like onto the right regular stage and turns to the MC and goes, he doesn't? No, really? And then she turns to her dad and says, uh, is this true? And he's like, and, and he's kind of like, like, she's so disappointed. And so, well, not, not, and not disappointed, but like, it's, it kind of came across as if like, you know, how dare you? How dare you not have a Samsung Galaxy <laughs> S4 to take photos of my, of my ballerina ring? You know, it doesn't matter that I'm six and I don't I don't know the difference between you know between different phones, but you know you should have one that takes amazing pictures of me because I am your princess, damn it. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, the- see, but that sounds like that that came from the heart from you, Jelly. Do, do you have something you'd like to talk about? <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> just like it's just one of these things where, like, you know, and then he, the the, the dad, just like he just kind of goes, "Oh, well, you know, I'm going to get one," and just kind of uh, is, you know, really, uh, just kind of like just kind of gives in to the into the daughter, <laughs> right, in, in as much as he possibly can. But you know, they kept calling out the fact that you know it's a fake family, and she, you know, she's not really the, you know, they're not really a family. She's not really their daughter, and you know, they're not really married or anything like that. And you just like it was just, it was off. It was really off-putting, and you know, he was kind of rude to everybody, uh, like mm. all the other people on the stage and stuff like that. It was just, it was just kind of, it was, it was really weird. It was really, really weird. Uh. 
there was there was a lot of theatricality involved. Like, I feel like they saw the PS4 announcement uh, a few weeks ago, and we talked about that how and how that was kind of uh, very full on. And I think they kind of raised it a little bit with like this musical theater type thing. There was no music, but it was you know they were all musical theater actors, and there was tap dancing and. Ballerina ring well, and because because nothing screams phone like tap dancing, right? Exactly. You know, uh, yeah. It was it was just kind of weird, and I think like, and I know you you've <laughs> in the notes you've got here. I, I dare you not to men- mention Apple once during this session, but I really have to because this is uh, <laughs> because this is kind of something to really point out. I tried, folks. Uh, I tried. <laughs> I. It, Apple gets out on stage and it's it's simple, right? You know, they they get out on stage, it's a dude on a stage handling the device and there's a video on the screen of what's going on on the device uh, and it's usually pulled, like, directly from the device because that's how they like to roll. And, you know, there's there's no theatricality other than the fact that they kind of do things like say, oh, it's magical and it's, you know, it's amazing and it's uh, fantastic and you should have one and like wh- whatever, you know, all, all the, you know, the the, uh, the reality distortion bubble that Apple is so well known for. But, uh, you know, it's, it's very simple. And then this is like, this was just so over the top, like crazy over the top that it just kind of like it's... Like it's almost barely comparable to what Apple Apple does, but to be perfectly honest, I think Apple like Apple's simplicity is better, and it's not just because it's Apple and you know I love Apple and whatever, but because it did not make me even like want to think about buying a, a Galaxy S four, uh, or even like you know or even think oh you know th- I I can I can imagine that you know. Such and such, who has a you know an S three, might want to upgrade to that. All I was thinking about it the whole time was that guy's awful, or you know what the heck are they doing? Like it was there was moments of like real sexist kind of stuff, and uh, there were moments of just you know complete stupidity. There was a car that was sideways, and just ah, oh, it was it was crazy. It, it's worth watching uh, if you if you if you. If you're really interested in in you know watching it and seeing and uh, and seeing you know what I'm talking about, then you know by all means go and watch it. It's 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 less than it's, you know just under an hour long, uh, and you don't need to watch the whole thing to kind of get the highlights of it. But <laughs> so you don't you don't spend an hour uh, going, What is this? What am I watching? <laughs> but you you'll be you you just kind of and like by the time it ends, you'll just be like, what the heck did I watch? Like it was it was kind of weird. So. Well, I feel like this this is happening with a lot of companies lately. Like, like all their all their marketing is done by the stereotypical dad trying to you know impress his teenage daughter. Right. You know, like oh, let me do, let me you know I'll have a, a a you know seedless celebrity and then I'll be cool and then I'll have you know I'll come up with my hat on backwards because that's what all the kids are doing nowadays. Oh, tap dance. Yeah, because that's that's popular <laughs> with the youngsters. Yeah, those youngsters—they love to tap dance. Yeah, yeah, but, look, but yeah, no, like, see, but I, I agree with what you were saying before. Mm. Like, the way Apple does it is the right way to do it. Is you come out, you you know, go through all the points of you know what makes your stuff so great, and that's it. 
you know, like you don't, you don't need someone semi-famous to talk about it because they don't, you know, they're just going to be reading up a script. You need someone who actually knows something about it. Right. I th- I think that it's it's so much better to have somebody on stage who is uh who is really enthusiastic about the product than to just have some guy that's being paid to be there uh and probably being paid pretty well to be like just to be uh r- like blurting lines that he he memorized uh you know over the over the previous week and it just like it didn't feel real at all at at any point I'm fairly certain that all the stuff that they show on the screens uh, was was you know pre uh, like pre rendered and all that sort of stuff, and because you know because that's how theatre works, you know everything is everything is uh, practiced and practiced and practiced, and nothing is you know nothing is off the cuff at all. So nothing was right. uh, you know most uh, like everything that happened was was quite clearly staged. Uh, there was a moment where you know they 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 had another skit where there was a whole bunch of ladies and they wanted to show off this new feature where you know it it, it tracks your eyes and so uh, to show that what they did was they had one lady come out with her drink in one hand and the phone in the other uh, and she she's supposed to be watching this video on the phone and so they've got like the video playing on the screens and then they bring out like a gardener. Like a Latino gardener, uh, onto the stage, and so she looks over at him, and the video stops on the screen, right? And then, you know, after some badgering by the MC, she eventually looks back at the uh at at the phone, and the video starts playing again. And then the gardener takes his shirt off, and of course, she looks away again at the gardener. Right. And just it's just that sort of thing that was happening and it was just like like it was clear that we were supposed to believe that the video that we were watching on the screen was what she was watching on the phone but it was so clearly staged that there was no like there was no excitement about the feature at all it was just this kind of gag of you know the 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 uh the cougar looking at the you know the the Latino gardener to you know to uh, and uh, you know getting all hot and bothered or whatever, and like it just it was just not it was just not legitimate, right? And I think you know I think that you know as much as you can uh, you can get um, you know as as much as you can kind of hate on Apple's uh, reality distortion bubble, they are extremely excited about the products that they make. <laughs> And there is no like they they come out there and they're just like this is this is amazing and you really like you you're going to be amazed by this it's it's great and it's not like it's they they, they believe it and I feel like right. they believe it right yeah like they're, uh, they're not they're not putting on a show they're showing off a product right which is exactly the whole like it's the whole point of this thing they like they they're here to show you a product. In the case of this Samsung uh, event, the Samsung Unpacked experience, apparently, uh, in the case of this event, like it was just, it was from beginning to end, it was like some uh, theatre production that had a really bad case of uh, of product placement. <laughs> like that's that's kind of how it felt, and. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I can't say that I'm a fan. Sorry, Samsung. 
You, you haven't won me over yet. <laughs> they don't have the jelly seal of approval. Not yet. Also, but that being like, you know, that being said, uh, you know, it, it's it, you know, it, it seems to be a a pretty good phone. Uh, you know, as much as I could understand from you know, actually, when I was actually paying attention to the phone and not the not the craziness that was going on. You mean uh, the experience? Yeah, the experience. The experience. So I was more I was more wrapped up in the experience than into in the phone, uh, which I think is I think that's the bad thing. I don't think that's a good thing at all. Uh, yeah, I think that's a fail for them. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I hate when people when when companies do that when it, it becomes more about they they think they need to like entertain you when they're announcing yeah. something. Yeah, and, and you go no no. If I wanted to be entertained, I wouldn't be watching your announcement. I'd had to be doing something exciting. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, I don't, I don't watch the, I watch the Apple events. Uh, you know, the 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 big keynote that they do with the iPhone every year. I watch that. Uh, I don't necessarily watch it all the, all the way through because, I mean, a lot of it I can go, yeah, well, I can read that online. I don't have to, I don't have to watch that because event essentially by the time I watching the video. There's already several blogs that already have the the details, and I've pretty much heard everything. And I'm I'm just now watching it because I want to uh, see if I've missed anything at all. Right. And uh, but like I feel like I feel like they really enjoy like enjoy their products, and they really uh, they really love their their products. And I think that that's that's kind of key to it. Uh I mean, there's there's a whole lot of you know of they 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 need to be uh, prepared and organised and and stuff like that. But you know, things have gone wrong on the Apple stage because you know because of things like there's no Wi-Fi, so they haven't been able to connect to the internet or whatever uh, because the Wi-Fi is is all um, is all clogged up. I mean, there's a there's a a, a particularly famous. Um, one where yeah the what the Wi-Fi was all clogged up and and Steve Jobs couldn't uh couldn't connect the iPhone to the Wi-Fi I think it was the iPhone could have been an iPad and he berated the audience you know in that in that <laughs> typical Steve Jobs fashion for for everybody because everybody was using the Wi-Fi and they weren't supposed to be uh <laughs> you know it's it's that sort of stuff that like the, it makes it it makes it real and it's you know like I mean it's it's kind of awful like you know you, who wants to be berated you know while they're while they're here to listen to you know about your product but you know it, it like it, it it proves that how how real everything is and how you know how much it you know relies on things actually being being real on stage as opposed to being faked and uh i think that's i think that's super important so okay well i mean yep. hopefully other other companies kind of take the non-samsung uh path when it comes to making product announcements and yeah. then we don't get a I lot more that, of think- you know or- orchestras announcing uh you know television sets and you know well, com- I think, comedians I think doing they a tour are. <laughs> I mean, you you just look at the way that like Microsoft tried to do their uh, tried to do the uh, Surface announcement last year, and I mean it was it was fairly Apple esque in its like in its simplicity and how they did it. Uh, they, they did a few things that I think I don't think were particularly uh, right, like the order that they did it, the announcements and stuff in like that. Uh, like that they I think Apple would have done it differently if it had been them. Uh, and I think like there was, there's good reason for why Apple would have done it differently. But 
Yeah, I, I think that that's more what people are doing. Samsung seems to be this kind of uh, company where they're just trying to make... They're trying to show you how amazing they are by putting on this, you know, great show, like this show and, you know, because it's not great. That's why I'm not, I'm, I'm correcting myself there. Not great show, just just a show right. uh, to, to try and to try and kind of wow you with with all the fancy colors and lights. Uh but again, it it just, it just completely detracts from from you know, from the from the purpose of the of the whole event, and I don't think that that's a good thing. I think that's a bad thing. So, uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll see less of this crazy theatricality and and more of the more of the uh, simple on stage. Here's the product; it's going to be amazing, and you should buy one. So that's yeah, that's all I can say about it. What have you got? <laughs> you tell me what you've got about on the news. Um, well, there was an interesting case in the. Um, uh, this is going to sound really boring just from the start because it's about a court case. But I'll I'll see if I can make it sound exciting. Okay, I'll, I'll have I'll have, a, I'll have a little kid deliver the 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 story in, in a box, and then a ballerina yeah, will some. come out and tell us more about the story. I, I think I think. And then you're going to tap dance. Yes. And you got yes, a tap exactly dance? Right. Okay, good, good. I'm excited about this. Let's go. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm tap dancing right now, but you can't see it because this is an audio-only podcast. Okay, but I'm just, just, uh, just going to imagine it then. I'm, yeah. I'm going to imagine it then. Everybody <laughs> put on your imagination hats. We're going to imagine right now. Okay, continue. <laughs> imagination. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's a case in the, the U.S. Supreme Court, or just that just went up in the Supreme Court, um, where this guy was buying textbooks in uh i wrote it down now i don't remember what country it was oh gosh this is terrible uh thailand there you go he's buying textbooks in thailand uh like i guess importing them into the u.s and then selling them on ebay and it, I, I don't know when the last time you bought a textbook was but they're very expensive especially in what I guess would be, you know, first world countries is they are very, very yeah. expensive. Um, yeah, absolutely. But you can, they're super cheap anywhere else because they essentially, they charge what people are willing to pay for them. Right. Um, so this, this guy in, in two years uh, brought in about 1.2 million in revenue. Wow. So he was, you know, he was doing, a, selling a ton of books. And I mean, if, you know, if he could get the book for 30 bucks in Thailand and sell it for a hundred and, you know, 150 here. And so that'd still be half the price that the person would normally pay to buy it here. You know, people, tons of people would buy it from him and, and he would still make a ton of money. Yeah. Um, but That's the, a lot of money. Yeah. But obviously in a situation like this, the people who own the copyright for the textbooks are a bit upset because they're losing out on money. Uh, so right. they brought, this guy to court and I think he it's been through the appeals a couple times which is how it got to the Supreme Court so I think he, he may have won once and then they appealed and he, he lost and then he won again and then you know the, the kind of back and forth that you get with with big court cases um, but the Supreme, Supreme Court ruled that essentially it, it is totally legal for him to do what he did that uh, at least uh, again at least with the US that if you buy something from another country you are allowed to as long as you, as you know, if you legally buy it in another country, you can legally sell it in the U.S. Okay. Um, which, you know, doesn't sound like it's super exciting, but it, it kind of opens up the the gray market, I guess. That really that wasn't a hundred percent legal before. 
Um, yep. And I think it was one of those things, like, I, I think even here in Australia, you can buy a lot of, like, you know, like, uh, tablets and, and computers that are, you know, kind of from overseas. You, you don't really get the warranty, but they're a bit cheaper than buying them, you know, from, like, JB Hi-Fi or something like that. But I think yeah. it's, I think it's probably... I, I assume because of how I guess prevalent it is, it's probably a bit more legal here than it is in the U.S. Um, but this is—they've essentially said now it's completely legal, um, and it's more than just you know people buying textbooks. Um, Costco in the U.S. had—they they bought a big supply of Omega watches uh, overseas and were selling them for like a hundred bucks under the recommended retail price in the U.S. Because they were able to get them from so for for so cheap, and at the time yep. they o- Omega took them to court and got them um, essentially forced them to stop selling them, you know, and said right. oh it's, it's illegal for you to, to to sell them because we you know we set the price over there and you know if you're if you're going to sell them here you have to buy it from our you know local distributors but you know whatever stuff like that. So yeah, I, I guess it's kind of interesting to see what that's going to do to um, both the market in the U.S. and the market everywhere else. You know, is it going to be a, a situation where companies like, you know, that, that that's, I mean, I, I, this would apply not just watches or textbooks, but it's going to apply to, you know, DVDs and video games where, you know, like here, it might cost a hundred bucks to buy a video game, but you can get the same game in the U.S. for 50. And I'm sure you could go to, you know, Thailand and get the same game for, for 30. Are they going to... You know, now that now that I guess it's semi legal, are they going to start raising the prices in other places? Are they going to start, I guess, offering more benefits for buying it? I guess in 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 first world locations rather than importing it. You you know, so I think it it has it has more implications outside of just just the U.S. because you know it could it could change how you know how things are are priced and sold here as well. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Look, I uh, like I, I don't know. Like how much that affects Australia. I mean, I mean, obviously the the particular ruling doesn't really affect uh, like affect things here. But I mean, the thing is, is that I, like it's still very prevalent here. Uh, I mean, I know like as an example, you can get uh, you can actually get iTunes gift cards, like American iTunes gift cards in order to activate like an American iTunes account here, which allows you to, uh, you know, purchase uh, certain TV shows and movies and stuff um, just slightly prior to when they're available here. And in the case of TV shows, quite a long time prior to when they're available here. Right. Uh, You know, because as an example, uh, Parks and Rec is uh, like a long time, like a long way behind uh, where you can get it you know what is in the states and in fact i'm fairly certain that you can't actually purchase the purchase any of the seasons on itunes like on the australian itunes but you can buy basically all of them on the american itunes and uh so people people buy that sort of stuff like buy these gift cards and basically and basically download it because otherwise it's you know as once you've got to get like the american gift card it's super easy uh to to you know to get the itunes account and um and just start downloading stuff um but the same thought that like that that just kind of is the same sort of thing. Like a lot of people, you know, uh, they buy the gift cards over in America, and then they, uh, you know, then they basically uh, digitize all the codes and make them available uh, outside the US so that for for people who want to uh, to buy them. And 
I mean, Apple doesn't do anything about it. Apple doesn't. I don't think Apple cares because you know they they they're care money more about way. the fact that they're, they're making money either way. Uh, and you know the fact that they've got a uh, um, the fact that they have a uh, you know like geo restrictions on you know iTunes on the iTunes store kind of uh, is enough to uh, is is enough to kind of satiate the <laughs> the, the the you know the studios and stuff like that. Uh, but it's the same sort of thing. Like you know, people people buying uh, you know grey market iTunes uh, gift cards so that they can l- you know f- legally get uh, you know or semi legally get you know TV uh, that's only available in the states. Right. So like yeah, I can you know I I think it'd be interesting to see you know to see you know what that sort of. Uh, what the legality of that is i mean that being said you know you can go online and 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 buy gift cards like in a lot of the actually a lot of the stores that are uh public are you know pretty dodged like people you know people running scams and stuff like that so you know don't try this at home kind of thing <laughs> um you know uh, you know uh, this this person is a, a fully qualified stuntman uh but <laughs> You know, the, the, like it, it, the the legality of that is is kind of questionable, I guess. And uh, you know, I I think it's one of these things where it kind of all leads back to this, you know, this being able to buy things, uh, you know, but the the content distribution thing that we just keep talking about, we just don't sh- seem to shut up about it because uh, it, it's intertwined in every in, in everything. It it, it, it we really can't help is. but talk it, about it. It really is. This is like this is just kind of how intertwined it is, and like not even talking about like the TV shows and stuff like that from iTunes. Like, you know, just like textbooks. The the whole idea that you know the, the textbooks are just marked up here because this is what people are willing to pay for them. Uh, you know, and uh, y- y- like you, you you hear so often about students who you know they're so poor. You know, they they barely like they usually don't have a job or they have like a part time job so that they can just you know, just kind of you know, buy themselves some some you know two minute noodles to have for to have for you know every basically every meal that they have, and uh, you know, and yet they have they have to pay like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for you know for several like several textbooks, and you know the whole idea that it's not it's like that they're available elsewhere like super cheap enough to be able to make you know some dude you know millions of dollars that's just it's just terrible like it's terrible yeah how how like that is not a good thing and what's more I'd- terrible is that we didn't think of that first <laughs> <laughs> indeed uh yes look you know i i stand by my statement that everything should be uh you know every people should be aiming towards uh this you know these good good content distribution uh and you should support look you know if if you can support people who are actually doing you know doing a good job of it uh you know like the abc uh and to some extent you know apple with with the itunes uh store and like i just yeah, it it's because you know it, the only the only way that uh, companies are ever going to take notice is by is by putting you know putting your money uh, in t- like towards what you believe in. So, well, I think I think that's a good place to uh, 
and the podcast for tonight. Well, yeah, it probably probably is. Let's uh, so let's let's finish things up. So, guys, if you would like to read any of the show notes that we've collected for you and uh, curated for you today, you can do that. The show notes are available on the website uh, jellyandbean.co forward slash seventeen. Uh, if you would like to get in touch with us and and uh, tell us about uh, any news that's coming up that you've you've heard about, or if you would like to uh, share your thoughts and experiences uh, with the uh, Samsung event uh, last week, you can do that as well. You can get in touch with us by jumping on the website and going to jellyandbean.co forward slash contact. You can also talk to us on Twitter. Uh, Brandon is available at Brandroid Attack, and I am at Jellybean Soup. Uh, this has been episode number seventeen. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.